you're back. Thank you for listening again. If this is your first uh, podcast, welcome. We have a very awesome guest who I found out um, that we used to go to university together in crossing paths. Um, So that's really cool for us to connect again. But what I wanted to tell you is that because you're listening to this episode, if you go to findyourfreespirit.com and you want to try some of Carly's products, you can use the coupon code LOVEYAG for the natural deodorant package and you get five bucks off. So if you are interested in trying natural deodorants and you just don't know where to start, go there. It's 20 bucks minus the five bucks. It's, it's 15 bucks. So support Carly, um, do something good for your body. Go check out the natural deodorant package at findyourfreespirit.com. Hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to the Love Yegg Show. If our city could talk, these are the stories it would tell about the people, places, and passion in Edmonton. We interview difference makers in our community. Please welcome your hosts, Sherry Beauchamp and Jesse McCracken. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Yegg Show. My name is Sherry Beauchamp, and I'm here with Jesse McCracken. Hello, hello. Today we are um, going to speak with somebody who is um, a local business owner that through just our conversation right before we hopped on, I realized that we kind of went to university together at the same time. Um, we won't, won't kind of give away the, the year. <laughs> no that dates graduated. need to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah that's how good. That's a good. But um, I want to introduce everybody to Carly. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. Carly is um, the owner of a natural deodorant company that started here in Edmonton. Um, She says she's been making it out of her kitchen since 2014. Um, I read on your your, um, website that people have been sniffing your armpits ever since. (laughs) Yeah. uh, (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Her company is called the Free Spirit Company. And uh, you make you make natural deodorant, essentially. I do, I do. I mean, it's it's pretty natural. I think in conversation when you meet people, you know, often people ask, "What do you do?" And so I'm like, "Well, I make natural deodorant." And I have to say, it's happened more than once where somebody has stuck their nose straight in my armpit without warning to <laughs> to have a good whiff, <laughs> and uh, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you smell good." I'm like, "Oh gosh, okay." So I'm like, "Well, I guess yeah." <laughs> We're already I there. mean, I feel like the, both of those happened. That was pre-COVID things. You know, I'm less uh, less face to face with people uh, um, now, but I suppose you could wear a mask and still sniff someone's armpit. But anyway, so yeah, 2014, which I can't believe. It. I think a memory just came up on my Facebook page of I could see the first version that I made, and basically I'd made it because I had been I wanted to switch to a natural deodorant after reading about just the ingredients that are in our traditional, well, for women, for most of us, it's traditionally antiperspirant and men's is deodorant, but the ingredients in both of them in terms of fragrances and synthetics and artificial stuff, not great. So I was like, oh, I want to make a switch. And I tried a few different brands and they didn't work very well. In fact, I felt like I was like, I think they're actually make me 
stinky. Like, I don't know, there was just something in them that didn't work for me and I got fed up. So I found a recipe online and have essentially played with it over the years, learned some things the hard way with it too. Uh, I was living in Kamloops at the time and um, in a house that didn't have air conditioning and Kamloops summers can get up to 40 degrees. And uh, in the early days, I just had um, baking soda and some other things mixed into coconut oil. And it had been working really well, but what I hadn't realized then is one day my coconut oil, the mixture completely melted, but then at night, because it cooled down again, it solidified again. So anybody who cooks with coconut oil will probably can attest to this if you live somewhere that's warm enough and don't have air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so when it liquefied, I didn't realize is that everything had sunk to the bottom. And so I just continued applying it as I always had. And I was like, I'm like, I... I stink. I'm like, this was working before. And I thought it was like, did my body get used to it or did something change? And then finally I picked up the jar and looked and realized that all this, all this stuff was sitting in the bottom. And uh, so I had basically just been rubbing coconut oil on my armpits for a couple of days before I figured out that I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, well, at least now I know there is a legit difference between just putting coconut oil on your armpits and actually putting the mixture that, um, that I've been making at the time. And it's evolved since then. I've put some other ingredients in to help stabilize the, the warmer temperatures and the colder temperatures because, well, we live in Canada and we get the extremes. So we need, we need something that is functional at quite a range in temperatures. So you know, I feel like I remember when that conversation started happening around like deodorants and stuff as well and like how harmful they are. And I do actually recall at some point looking for something different and not again, not really finding anything that really worked. Um, and then I, I just kind of, I guess, maybe even stopped the hunt and then just started using what I would normally use. But I know that there's like, <clears throat> so obviously it's something that was was there a reason why you switched? Was it something that happened or was it just like you started reading about the ingredients and were like, I just want to live, you know, a healthier lifestyle and I'm going to see what else is out there. Cause I think that a lot of times it's like a situation where you're like, I better look into this. And then, like I said, it wasn't a personal situation. So then I just kind of gave up and started using the drugstore stuff again. That's a great question. Actually, now that I think of it, I'm like, um, well, I did a yoga, a yoga teacher training in 2013 and another one in 2014. And I wonder if maybe it was actually a conversation, something to do with them. And I mean, a lot of yogis are known to be very of the earth and whatever, and sometimes don't always smell the best either. Right? So I was kind of like, okay, I'd like something more natural, but I also don't want to be stinky. Yeah. So Right. And I, I, I'm one of my first, or actually my first yoga, um, was hot yoga. So, I mean, of course you were just drenched and sweating and stuff. So it was, uh, well, I mean, you can get plenty sweaty in any kind of yoga class, but, uh, that one you were almost guaranteed. Uh, so I feel like, yeah, it probably stemmed from that and just being a little bit more mindful of, um, yeah, maybe conversations around chemicals at the time. I guess like there was also companies mm-hmm. like Norwex and stuff. I'd probably been, I bet you I'd been to like a Norwex meeting where they were like, you know, the chemicals in your home and what you clean your stuff with. Cause I went through a phase where I just like, I stopped using any kind of Windex or like I use vinegar and all my cleaners or castile soap and whatever. So I tried to reduce everything, all the chemicals from my home, which of course included then, um, deodorant, which I found to be a really interesting one because it was something I probably hadn't really given a whole lot of thought to be, but is almost one of the most impactful ones because it's something for the most part we're applying to our skin daily. So if there's harmful chemicals in that or or fragrances and things, 
than yeah to be putting it onto your skin every day and the same thing with lotions and stuff too but um yeah so with deodorants. like a place that kind of grabs a little bit more and puts it in your right it's in- yeah well, it's close to your lymphatic and they do, I, I mean, I'm cautious that I haven't done a ton of research on this, but I have read things where they say it's linked to breast cancer and, and uh, like the aluminum that was in uh, antiperspirants or that is in many antiperspirants. Um, there is research that, that suggests that yeah, it's pretty, pretty terrible stuff. So I was like, I don't know how much is, I mean, it's so hard to know what to believe these days, but I was like, okay. The, the ingredients that are in the product that I make, they're all basically stuff that is already in most kitchens. There's a few other things um, like that you probably wouldn't want to eat like beeswax, but <laughs> like, um, but, but you could if you wanted to. Um, so they're all very like household based regular ingredients. So I was like, that's why I started with that. I was like, I'd rather have um, products that I, I can read that I know and that there isn't anything additional added in. It's it's super interesting that I mean the conversation's gone here, but I actually my cousin around the same time was diagnosed with breast cancer, and she attributed it to it was the spot that she put her deodorant on that was like right in that area, right? And she, like they would never say that or whatever, but just like intuitively, that's what she felt was the cause of it. And so ever since then, I've been like super cautious of deodorants and stuff. And, and like my personal experience is like. I don't know if your body gets used to things or if it changes over as you age or how that works. But, um, you know, I find that after a while, deodorants, like the specifically natural ones, they're not as effective. I don't know um, if you've had that experience or if you, um, you know. I well, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I've had that experience with they just weren't effective right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was mainly my experience. And then of course my experience with just the coconut oil. And so the difference of that, so, um, uh, but I've been using the deodorant, the, the formula now has been consistent for the last three years, I would say. And, uh, but it's always been effective for me, which is nice. And I find that everyone who uses it too, and men and women, um, they find that it's effective right away. I've noticed too, that there's a little bit of like a armpit detox. And I've seen these videos too, where like people will go and actually have like facials done on their armpits and like exfoliated whatever. I'm like, Oh my gosh. But anyway, <laughs> my, my experience and my understanding is that, I mean, this deodorant should work immediately and continue to work. There isn't something, the only, the only thing that I find that actually changes uh, I have had a couple people share with me, and I would say that this was my experience as well, is that um, because it is a deodorant and it's not an antiperspirant, like your body, and also because your body is clearing out some of like, if you've had clogged pores from whatever other products you've been using, yeah. um, that there is a little bit of a transition where um, your body actually will start to sweat less is that once your body is able to sweat as it's intended to, I think it's almost like a response like, oh, okay, like this is, this is happening now, like as nature intended it, but then you don't actually sweat as much. So a couple of people have expressed that and it's been kind of my experience too. And this hot weather we're having in Edmonton right now is a great test for it. <laughs> so yesterday was so humid. So do you have like um, one specific I don't want to say flavor, but, <clears throat> or, but kind of, I guess, a smell, <laughs> or do you have a variety of different uh, fragrances? I have, at the moment, I have one main, yeah, I always, I'm like, are they flavors? Like, <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
because I only use pure essential oils. So no, no fragrances, because even the word fragrance, I was reading something the other day about that. And it's about how fragrance can encompass all these different things that are very artificial and stuff. So I only use essential oils and I use tea tree and lavender. Um, I have been playing around with some other variations too. And right now I have something on my website that if somebody is like, uh, you know, I'm allergic to tea tree, can I just have lavender or, um, Honestly, uh, friends of mine too were like, do you have eucalyptus? I'd love that. So I made some with just eucalyptus. Um, I've been playing around trying to find a more air quotes, manly scent. (laughs) But the truth is, is that like the the scent itself, it's not um, there to mask anything. Like the scent is very, very light. For the most part, you don't really smell it after you've applied it. Um, however, uh, yeah, I did ask someone, I think the last person who said like, oh yeah, you need a more, a more manly scent. And I was like, okay. I'm like, well, what, what would a more manly scent be? And, uh, I think he answered me. His answer was, uh, Donair. Donair. I was, like, <laughs> I was thinking like maybe spruce tree or something, you know, yes, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I bought cedar wood and some, um, some spruce and, uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, he was like, like Donair, that's Donair or smoke. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, guys want to smell like meat. Like, or, well, <laughs> I don't want to generalize, but this one in particular felt that smelling like meat would be appealing. And I was like, mm, okay, I'm, I think I need to poll a bigger audience to see. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right now I just, if people have like specific requests, I will make them because, uh, so I make what I call my original scent, which is the tea tree lavender. And then I have an unscented uh, because for people who are sensitive to essential oils or a lot of people have their own essential oils at home. So because I sell um, jars and then mostly I sell the packages, what's nice about the packages is then you do need them into your hands before you basically squish them. It's like <laughs> my sister always says that it's like emptying a, a tube of toothpaste. Like it's so satisfying. <laughs> she says like, you just get to squish the whole thing out into your jar. And so once you've done that, if you wanted to mix your own, we'll say, I mean, some people love patchouli. I have to say I'm not a big fan, um, <laughs> but uh, really love certain essential oils. And so I encourage people, if you have something that you really like and you want to use in your deodorant, um, buy the unscented version, and then you can mix in your own essential oils. Very cool. So what are the wipes that you're talking about? Like uh, the packages or the, uh, is that like a, I've seen like the body wipe kind of things. Is that the same thing? No, no. So they're essentially they're refill packages. I mean, I can show you guys, but um, yeah, obviously people won't be able to see that. So they're refill packages. Uh, Part of the the reasoning behind this is there's actually a lot of reasons that it's um, really positive is that one, it reduces the waste. Um, and it ships, um, like reducing the carbon footprint because it's so much smaller, like glass jars, uh, are, are heavy, they're bulky. Uh, so I do sell a starter pack that has one glass jar and then one refill package. So people can get an idea of what the the package is like. And then other than that, I just sell the packages. Um, so, and also as mentioned, because we live in a climate where we do get the temperature extremes is that um, if I'm shipping a deodorant and it's sitting in somebody's mailbox and it's in the sun and it heats up, it will definitely melt. So once it's brought back to a more room temperature and, or we'll say on the flip side, if it's winter time and it sits there and it's ice cold, it becomes really rock hard. So in the packages, then it just allows for returning to room temperature. You just knead it a little bit with your fingers until it softens and then squish it into a jar and then you're set. Got it. Got it. Where did the, um, the name of your company come from? 
the free spirit company is oh, that gosh. Uh, well, based on uh, anything uh, specific or it's it's a little bit it's a little bit me a little bit my lifestyle um and just uh, I guess this says I don't know it took a long time to come up with with a name that yeah felt like you know, it encompassed what I wanted. And I mean, uh, yeah, in many ways, the free spirit company doesn't necessarily scream natural deodorant. Um, but there's hope that there may be further products available at a later date. But um, also, yeah, I, I think what I feature on most of my Instagram uh, images is people out just living their best life, doing things outdoors. And uh, and so the website I have is find your free spirit, because of course, for everyone we're all different. We're all unique in how we express ourselves, how we feel our best. Uh, so I try and showcase a lot of people doing things and living their life their their very best way. Um, you did tell us that you did something that most people probably wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a very free spirit endeavor that totally. you went on. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, in 2018, I sold pretty much all my belongings. I had a house I was living in uh, British Columbia and Kamloops at the time. And I sold my house and bought a van and I came back to Edmonton actually. So I am born and raised in Edmonton and I came back to Edmonton over the winter to camperize this van, which wasn't really a well thought out plan because it was particularly cold that winter. There was, yeah, the polar vortex really hung around. So anyway, I managed to uh, camperize the inside of it in 2019. I uh, drove across Canada and uh, also up north as well. I, I got to see actually this time two years ago, I got to see the midnight sun in uh, Dawson City up in the Yukon. So that was a, a pretty memorable experience. So yeah, I, I drove, I just wanted to make sure I touched both our, our coast, well, the Pacific and the Atlantic. I wasn't ready to go far enough up to the Arctic Ocean. I missed that one, but uh, yeah, and toured all the way as far as Newfoundland. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty incredible experience. And I still have that van, actually. Um, People uh, who have seen my van, um, well, one, it was kind of stood out a lot to start with, but now I have the Free Spirit Company decals all over it. So um, I'm pretty obvious. So if you see me around town, give me a wave. (laughs) So did you happen to like go to farmer's markets or anything with your product? Because you had your product at that point, your your deodorant so did you go and like were you on a rude road to go and sell it or were you just on a a a trip of a lifetime (laughs) I was mostly um I was just me and my dog and I promised I would show him the country (laughs) (laughs) I love it that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was the best, the best travel companion. He was great. So we swam in all the Great Lakes and swam dipped in both the oceans. And, uh, you know, at the time, it, this is part of the evolution. I'd started using my packages and I was trying to figure out how to still get them to people. So I wasn't going to farmer's markets, but <clears throat> excuse me, I'd been starting to sell it in essentially a powder format, which in itself is a little bit interesting. Um, then what what it was is then people would use the powder and mix in their own coconut oil. Um, but what it meant is people had to have coconut oil on hand. It was too much work. And then I finally realized when I got back from my travels that like, I can just put a complete product in there. It doesn't need to be um, just powder. Um, so while I did sell it, it was in a different, excuse me, <clears throat> somewhat different format. Um, and um, 
But yeah, that sort of just made me think of a story. I did go into the States a little bit too. And at one point um, I was driving back across the border and I had just made a batch of deodorant. I was visiting a friend down in Washington. <laughs> you might see where this is kind of going. And, and I think I had- in camper van, every- yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah, when I first crossed down into the States, they were like, well, what do you do for work? Where do you live? And like my, my permanent address, because I was going to be traveling was my mom's place. And then I was like, well, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm self-employed, unemployed or whatever. And so they were like, okay, we're going to need you to pull in here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're probably looking at my vehicle <laughs> thinking like, you know, this big windowless white van. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Anyway. Um, so I made it into the States, but it was on the way back. Then they were like knocking on the walls and they opened up the back door. And I didn't realize they'd never done that when I went South. But anyway, I had all my deodorant stuff in the back there. And because I just made a batch, I had missed washing a bowl and it had all this white powder residue basically in it <laughs> sitting by the back door. And so he opened the door and he either didn't notice the bowl, but it would have been right in front of him. Or he just thought, oh, that's perfectly normal. Like a... a big silver bowl with powder residue and measuring cups. And I think my scale might've been out too. I'm like, he either thought it was totally normal or just didn't see it, which either of those options, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that there wasn't anything more serious than that. I mean, obviously it was his baking soda basically, but still I'm like, that looks a little suspicious. So yeah, well, I've learned it's so obvious that they're like, this isn't anything yeah, more than this because she's <laughs> not even trying to hide it. <laughs> I will say that definitely being um, a woman, I think it played many benefits in my travels too, because sometimes I'd pull up to park somewhere and people would see this white van, no windows, and think like, oh, that's weird. And then me and my dog, and my dog is so friendly. He's a uh, border collie golden retriever and he's got a very happy face or whatever. And so I think we'd hop out and they'd be like, Oh, it's just some lady and her dog, right? Like, if I can. Oh, hey, where are there you? There he is. He's like, oh, oh you oh. must have said my name. <laughs> and he honestly never barks. I can't believe he's barking right now. <laughs> Probably woke up from a bad dream. But uh, yeah, I've always figured I was like, oh, if I was like a burly man with a big beard or whatever, people probably would have reported me so many times. But because it was just me, a friendly lady and her dog, they were like, oh, okay, that's totally <laughs> Awesome. So when did you, you said that you have then like revamped it. Now you've got the jars and the packages. So where are you selling now? Is it mainly from your website or like what's the evolution been and what's the future plans or ideas? Yeah, it's so interesting. Uh, Well, everything is online at the moment. And because of course with COVID, it's been interesting how to evolve and grow and because there's not as much face-to-face so I've been working mostly on the the e-commerce side and just doing it from from my website and trying to drive some traffic there um I have found that there is some people too that prefer the zero waste thing so they get in touch with me and uh, I will meet them and refill jars as well but yeah I'm trying to decide right now because I mean uh, I Edmonton has become home again but having the van and having my dog and stuff and I got obviously lots of friends in Kamloops and then I've got family in Victoria too, is I'd like to be able to travel around a little bit more um, once, you know, once it's all, once all the borders are open and stuff as well. So um, mostly I'd be online and then I can work from, from the road, basically just sending people orders as, as I go. Um, 
So are you like packaging it yourself or is somebody packaging it for you? Are you, are you, yeah. Are you the, the maker, the packager, the put it in the mailboxer? <laughs> I am a one woman show. Yes. I do everything on my own right now. I mean, it's still, it's still a pretty new company and I'm learning a lot along the way. I would love to have um, a, a partner in the future and, you know, to grow big enough and be able to, to, afford people to to do all the other things but right now yeah i i make the deodorant and i package it and then i murphy and i will walk down to the mailbox and toss it in there if it's possible to do it without going to the post office so yeah we we update the instagram we as me and my dog as though he does something <laughs> he is fabulous moral support and sometimes he ends up in some of the pictures um but yeah i do the 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 marketing and everything. So, I mean, of course I've consulted with people along the way and I've had a lot of advice and ideas from people. And, um, but yeah, for the most part, then it all comes down, comes down to me at the moment. So awesome. well, it's important to know all the parts, to know all the parts and do all the parts before you could tell somebody else to do them, you know, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to trying this stuff. Yeah, definitely eucalyptus i will order the order in the eucalyptus <laughs> oh yeah okay awesome yeah or i guess the that's... plane and i'll have to add the eucalyptus so oh no i've got, that, I've like, got yeah, some yeah nice <laughs> yeah i might have to add it in as a because it's such a fresh scent too it's really nice and actually i think i'd used eucalyptus and five thieves for the, those two people that had requested it so yeah i'm sure we can come up with something maybe that's what i need <laughs> to add to my website is like a questionnaire like what scent are you <laughs> Well, I think that these days specifically, I mean, the, the hospitality in industry has like changed. It's really changed. People are looking for a more eco and less wasteful way to to live. And I think that lots of times those like vacations that you go on are these Airbnbs that have this really good vibe is where you start picking up some of these, um, I don't know, these products and stuff, you know? So like... I like I have I have a cabin and we have people that come and we are showering in the lake and we're doing this. So it, I like the idea of having more eco options, um, you know, to make sure that we protect this place that we all love so much. So I think that that's like a great place to start. It's just those little eco eco friendly. Um, and they're just they create that bit of a different experience, you know, just a little bit more of a minimalist experience. Yeah. And that's why for me, like it lined up really well, like of course living in a van for eight months of the year. I mean, I won't lie. I showered a little less often, but it was just me and my dog, <laughs> but you really pay attention to, you know, how much water you use and um, you know, when you're doing laundry and all those things. So it was an interesting, I would say, mm, uh, I was going to say experiment. I mean, it wasn't the intention, but I mean, when you only live in 60 square feet, um, it makes you very mindful of space and resources and uh, it certainly it was great because it made me so mobile but yeah I just had to be smarter about different things that I had had access to and um, we um, yeah there was there was a lot of good learnings that happened on the way totally my uh my family we go to the lake and we spend pretty much like four to six weeks, depending on weather and, and life and such, um, living in our, basically like our trailer, like our, um, RV trailer. So I, I can appreciate living in something like that for eight months. That's actually pretty amazing. 
very amazing because um, it is weird because we'll come home and it's like man our bathroom is so big you know what i mean like or like man like you just learn to appreciate things um again which is you know what i really what i really love about doing that kind of thing um totally yeah yeah i mean i i definitely would recommend it <laughs> if anyone and everyone could have the opportunity to live in a van and drive across the country and just <laughs> even just to experience canada i mean really it's an incredibly beautiful country we are very very fortunate and i found like every single province i was just in awe like there's just every 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 spot and all the people and yeah it's a pretty incredible opportunity I think the last like the last you know COVID we'll just say the last year and a bit it's been that's you know most people will like go away somewhere or they'll like jet off somewhere I think that's one of the cool things about it is like it's literally forced us you're not allowed to leave the borders um to explore you know what, what we have around so I think that's, uh, you know, maybe one of the, the interesting pieces coming out of it for, I know our family, we're doing some trips that we would have never done. So. Yeah. Well, and that's, I'm really grateful that I did my trip in 2019 and basically I'd kind of come, I was like, I'll spend Christmas and winter back in Edmonton, winters in Edmonton, always coming back for winters in Edmonton, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, and then COVID hit then and of course in March and I was like, well, I guess I better stay put, but had I, done everything a year later I, I I remind myself of this because I'm so grateful because then what happened is in 2020 of course national parks closed and everywhere that I would have showered or gone and visited would have been really closed very much closed so I would not have been able to do the same trip now that things are opening up again definitely it's like yeah the opportunity to explore a little bit more our 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 home is available again which is great so but yeah I'm really grateful that I did that my whole journey in 2019 just prior to that's awesome I, i've never done Pleasure, a cross yeah. canada thing i've been to a few of the provinces but that i've always for whatever reason i've always wanted to own a camper van i don't know well, i just think it's so it, fun it's very Forever. popular now yeah Oh yeah, we did um, a trip last year and we rented a pleasure way off like RV, RV easy, whatever. Yep. yep. And everybody that had a pledge, like we were, we were like, you know, when bikers <laughs> pass each other and they like give their wave, like that's what you do, pleasure <laughs> way, you know, and everybody wants to talk to you about it. We're like, oh, we're just renting it, but we love it. But we were convinced that we were going to buy one on our way home, home because we had the most amazing trip. And the nice thing about a van is it's like easy in, easy out. It's easy enough to maneuver. There's like real no, no fuss, you know, yeah, when it's yeah, yeah. too much bigger, it turns into like a big, a big, yeah, a big fuss. But I, I love that idea that you've, you've done that. And then you've got to obviously have a lot of really great experiences. So just out of curiosity, is there any other products that you've been thinking about like adding to or is there, are they all just kind of more ideas and nothing that you've quite um, put into action? Uh, I nothing's... would think that in that experience, you would come up with like, you know. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing that I'm actively working on. I do, well, I have, sorry, that's not quite true. I have been trying to work on a baking soda free recipe for, um, for a while now. And again, cause I mean, I try everything, of course, myself and I found that the two versions that I've made, um, have not been effective. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, if it doesn't work, I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's baking soda free, <laughs> then, uh, I'm like, I'm not selling that to people. So that's kind of been in the background trying to work on that because baking soda is one of the, the key ingredients in my, my deodorant. And and uh, unfortunately, it is a known irritant. And for some people, they do, they do react to it. So I've been trying to come up with something for, 
or people that um, is similar and effective and all natural. Um, uh, but then the other thing yeah, I've been thinking about, so part of my background too, when I was in Kamloops, I did, I was part of a group um, that we did personal empowerment training and um, also having been a yoga teacher and um I'm just, I'm a very, very cerebral person. I, I mean, as Sherry and I were saying, like I did a phys ed degree and then I studied human resources afterwards. I find people fascinating. And um, while I find my brain is, I find it less fascinating, more annoying probably, but I've had to learn a lot of different tools to manage the tornado brain that I get sometimes. And I mentioned to you guys, of course, at the beginning of the call is that uh, it's funny because I traveled in my van on my own for a long time. Uh, but then when I came back, I think I was expecting I was going to, I'm a, definitely a, an extrovert. So I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I get to spend so much time with all my friends and family and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like COVID. And I'm like, what? No, no, I did my alone time in the van. Uh-huh. I was like, this is my time. Like, I'm like, that I want to meet with people. So, um, Anyway, that's a long story to say is that I've been thinking about, you know, kind of combining all the tools and things uh, that I've learned through yoga, the personal growth trainings, the human resources, is that I did outdoor leadership actually was my focus in university. And um, I've learned a lot of really good tools along the way. And I was like, you know, it's kind of funny with having named the company, the free spirit company, but also the find your free spirit. Like, you know, maybe there's something in that in terms of whether it be um, an essay, a little online course or something. I've been kind of thinking about that because it is, I live a bit of an uncommon life and people often have questions about that and are kind of curious about how, how they can have maybe more, uh, more risk, whether it be risk or just more, more. I think maybe freedom. just more, really, yeah. right? You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, freedom, yeah, yeah, freedom. <laughs> so uh, that's something I've been thinking about is that could I put something, you know, of value together for people to to feel a little bit more freedom and more of, of creating the life they want. Mm-hmm. Love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so with that in mind, we always ask our last um, question has to do with legacy, and that's how we all got started um with the love the egg show was through the legacy egg events that we did and so we um you know if you look back in five ten maybe you know 50 years you're still doing this uh you have a company that has some sort of experience or some sort of you know something really cool that's making a difference in in people's lives like what what would sort of be your goal to know that you know what i was successful i know that i did what I was meant to do and know that you have um, a legacy. What would that look like for you? Such a big question, <laughs> but I've been listening to your podcast. So I've been contemplating it. I'm like, I know this question's going to come. <laughs> uh, I think more or less, even what I had just previously said is about my hope is that even if someone never buys my product and they just follow my Instagram, or if they do buy my product or future products, just hopefully that they would like to inspire people to live a life of their design as opposed to there's, there's so many pressures and systems and things in place that uh, tell us that we need to go to university, get married, have kids, buy the house, all the, and, and I mean, those are the typical ones. There's other ones too, of course, that uh, I know 
I internalized a lot of them, didn't even realize, you know, I felt like, oh, I, when I was in my twenties, I'm like, I'm an adult and I'm doing the things that I want to do until I finally was like, you know what? I don't want to actually do this. This isn't my dream. This was somebody else's kind of prescribed dream. And I just subscribed to it for so long. So my hope is that to help people see that they can design a life of their dreams, of their create freedom for themselves the way they want. And, and so it's, of course, not to, uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, finding a job. And some people will have a career from right out of university that they love. Other people bounce around from job to job. Some people have lots of businesses. And, you know, it's just even relationship-wise, there's just so many different ways to live your life. And I think the world today more than ever is open and accepting and encouraging of a lot of those um a lot of the differences and ways that people can live. And I mean, we're, yeah, more of an e-commerce world now probably than ever, but um, yeah, I would hope that people just feel and can learn and, and maybe be inspired from, like I said, either my Instagram feed or how I live my life or from the products that I sell. Uh, so I suppose that would be the biggest thing. It would be like my legacy is that just touching people and showing them that they can, they can create a life they want. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy that we've crossed paths again in this weird, um, interesting way. And so I think that's really cool. I think everything happens for a reason. And, you know, it seems that you've um, designed a life that is is truly inspiring and, and unique to you. And so that makes me really proud. I think it's really cool what you're doing with the find, findyourfreespirit.com. If people are looking for products, um, you know, I, 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 I said before about my cousin um, and her experience, and that's always um, sort of made me question or be very hyper aware of what I'm putting on my body. And, and uh, deodorant is one of those things. So um, I think what you're doing is, is really awesome. And I love that you came back to Edmonton for whatever reason that you ended up back here. That's really, that's really cool. So um, thank you so much for, for being on our show. And um, we, uh, we hope to see you again soon. Thank you so much. If you were inspired by our show, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen and share with friends. You can always find show notes at loveyegshow.ca. Keep listening. Keep listening.